0: It is the most important announcement you may ever hear. There is a monkey on the loose. You did not hear that wrong. Your radios work just fine, or streaming devices, or whether you're inside my head right now. There is a monkey on the loose. Indianapolis is where it's at. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Uh, This is a true story. Uh, This is not Justin Bieber's monkey, Mally. This is a monkey. IMPD assisting Indianapolis Animal Care searching for a monkey named Momo on the loose in the Iron Gate neighborhood. Now, as uh, Angela Gnot, uh noted uh, yesterday, um, this was uh, seen uh, south of East Washington Street and south Midhoffer Road. And there are, if you just wanna be absolutely frightened out of your head. Clear. Reports of minor injuries. People have been bit by the monkey. Maybe they can't even confirm that. Maybe, maybe they were just mit, bit by Matt Bear in just a night of absolute abject passion. Sorry, You're, you you don't apologize for being you. Oh, thank you. Right? Yeah. Your love language is yours. <laughs> don't you don't you let others tell you how to share your feelings? I learned it from our ancestors, the primates. By the way, who had primates before six ten in the morning? No one. No, no one. Nope. Take that, NPR. And there's we reason. got primates in before you did. <laughs> <laughs> Although they will probably beat us on hemoglobin. Uh, no, no, that's that's something I want to talk about. <laughs> is, is it? Yeah. <laughs> got a lot of got a lot of that of uh, blood issues to talk about. <laughs> we got to get into the hemoglobin of monkeys. <laughs> Man, we are a. We are a weird show. (laughs) You think? We are just odd and peculiar. Yes, there's a monkey missing. Look, uh, I can only assume that if the monkey is on the loose. I think in one story, a neighbor... Here it is from Wish TV. A neighbor told police they spotted the monkey drinking a beer from a garbage can. I mean, that's where you do it. Story of the year. Story of the... Honestly, I, I... just give this guy a, a Pulitzer. A neighbor told police they spotted the monkey drinking a beer from a garbage can. Did the neighbor really say spotted? Yes, they spotted the monkey <laughs> drink. What What else were they supposed to say? I, I don't know. <laughs> Not the monkey. Oh, you like like they saw the monkey? <laughs> I don't know. Because I believe the neighbor would have told police, "Well, I spotted uh, through uh, my peripheral vision." <laughs> Said No, no, no. Officer, you ain't going to believe this crap. The monkey was drinking a Coors Light. It's biting people after it's drunk and giving minor injuries. And the monkey actually said, I'm not drinking Bud Light. No, I ain't getting involved. Drank a Coors Light right there. True story. True story, officer. Couldn't believe it. And then maybe bit me. They don't know. Injuries, they don't know if they're bites. That's just... Monkeys are retreating. Be on the lookout. <laughs> Be safe. I don't know what to tell people. With monkey on the loose. Momo. Come on. By mama. the way, really, really a stretch on the inventiveness right there. Do we know where the monkey came from? I assume from the mama monkey and the papa monkey. <laughs> Is that how that works? That's right. That's what I would say. Uh, no, uh, yes, I, I don't, but people do have sometimes like strange pets and exotic pets, things like this. I don't know what the laws are uh, regarding this this kind of stuff. I don't know. Um, the only thing I do know is that if you want to scare me out out of my skin, this is how you do it. This right here? Oh, Monkey on the loose will keep me confined to my home faster than COVID. <laughs> will you wear a mask when the monkey is on the loose? I'm going to wear full hockey gear, hazmat yes, with monkey on the loose. Someone get me armor, suit of armor, plate mail. <laughs> it's like when people have like pet chimpanzees, and it's like chimpanzee ripped the face off of. You're like, well, of course it did. Boy, that I'm was. I'm mad me. at the chimpanzee. Uh, they're very strong and they're wiry. I'm freaked out. Not as freaked out as I am about goats because goats are just the strangest looking creatures in the world. Oh. Um, but 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 oh yeah. Monkey on the loose, and and uh uh I I'm, I think I'll stay right here. Somebody uh put on uh, social yesterday because we were at a night with WIBC last night and the pictures are out. Tony Katz crawled out of his basement to actually attend. Not anymore. <laughs> Not about to happen. This is where I live now. Honestly, what... just put water in a tube like a hamster feeder. I'm good. Is that your biannual visit to the real world? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I actually, I will be down uh, at the end of the month. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. Um, have, uh, let let's, let us We'll give in the hypothetical. Uh, have you ever been called for jury duty? Yes. Yeah, well, hmm. Oh, this is what we're doing. Okay. Huh. Maybe we'll catch a good one. I don't know if I, I don't know if I could say any more. I don't know. Oh, wow. Are don't you know. Oh, you're on a grand jury. I don't know. I don't, I don't know I don't know what I am. I don't know what I am. Are you convening? I'm not sure what it is you're referring to, officer. All I know is there's a monkey on the loose and I have lost control of my bowels. This is all I- <laughs> Now, That's so, all I know. Now say the alphabet backwards. I don't know anything else. Honestly, with a monkey on the loose, I think downtown is safer. That's Oh good lord. Yeah. Yeah, if if the monkey comes to Carmel, uh, I am letting you know. I'm I'm to, I'm totally, totally moving to Fisher's. It's just gonna spin around and hold around. on, this just in Fisher said no. Fisher said no. Not not good. Okay, it's it's just the activists and fishers. Everybody else is fine. We're good. Noblesville. Uh, I I would go to Noblesville. They have a lovely square. They have an actual square in Noblesville. Do they really? I like. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I love like a that good stuff. square. Uh, Danville has a good square too. Do they really? Yeah. Danville I love that has like stuff. the really truly old school kind of square. Oh, that's beautiful. That's you can find that all over rural Indiana, and it's 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 awesome because they yeah, preserve. it's terrific. Yeah we've been talking for a while. You should do traffic. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Scalise, Jordan, Trump. I think those are the three names for the next speaker. And I have no idea how it's going to work out. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Except to say that it's not going to be Trump. I mean, oh, the stories. But it's not. It just isn't. They're going to select as Speaker a former President and Presidential candidate who has four indictments and is right now on trial in New York. Well, it's the Republican Party. They'll do... They could do anything. Anything. And people still get amazed when you say that they're like with all that how in the world could anybody think he can be president and the answer is the people who are most supportive without any hesitation will say it's it's all set up we're just not buying in you look at these indictments and you say my gosh he's doomed they look at the indictments and say this is nonsense we're not going to let this stop us that's I mean that is the that is the difference. Uh clear and, and, and simple. He says, he's uh he's open to being speaker, I'm I'm sh- I'm sure he is. But I just I of, of all the things I can see, and oh I wouldn't mind it. It'd be good radio. Speaker Trump, Speaker Trump, President DeSantis, let's see that friendship. Uh I, I, I will talk about Jordan and and Scalise. I would I would give the advantage on that to Jim Jordan, which is strange because Steve Scalise was the majority whip. Is the majority whip. He he's been in leadership. You would think that he would be quote unquote next man up. Well, you see, Tony, that's just it. That's just the problem. Guy I can't have next man up. Can't have a guy who is so close to, to to Kevin McCarthy it'd be like it'd be like having Kevin McCarthy all over again. Staff for Kevin McCarthy are making calls for Jim Jordan's speaker run. That's the headline Kevin McCarthy people are pushing for Jim Jordan to be the next speaker. your move. Wouldn't we say this was all worthwhile, throwing McCarthy out, if we could have Jim Jordan as speaker? I don't know. You won't know until you know. Do I like Jim Jordan? Of course I do. Do I think Jim Jordan has uh, been focused? Yes, I do. Do I want Jim Jordan running an impeachment inquiry? Yes, I do. And it wouldn't be if he was Speaker, it wouldn't be him. It'd be somebody else, but at least I know it would continue. But the people who ousted McCarthy and supported that are now going to tell me that the McCarthy people making calls for Jordan, this is all just fine and not weird and not problematic. It doesn't make anybody say, hmm, what am I looking at here? I... I don't know what what to say about that. I don't know how they look at that. I would consider that odd. And I wonder if it would, um, I wonder if others would consider it odd. But no matter who this next speaker is, Democrats are going to have a very hard time getting money for Ukraine. As much as I wanted Republicans to have a plan, it doesn't matter to me who the speaker is, I wanted a plan. They don't have one. And I think that creates a mess as I look to winning in 2024. I'll be thrilled to be wrong. I think it creates a mess that was unnecessary. I I don't know if things will get better with a new speaker. I don't, but what I do know is that if Democrats were looking to get more money for Ukraine, that's not going to happen so easily. It's not, because I don't think the uh, Republicans are going to actually be able to elect a speaker unless that speaker says no to Ukraine funding, which is going to be a really interesting moment for foreign policy. Very much so. Scalise and Jordan, that is the the short list. Whatever talk there was of, of Tom Emmer out of Minnesota, that talk seems to have gone away right quick. In the two or three days late-night talk shows have been back on the air with the end of the writer's strike, it has been all Trump all the time. And all the guests have been all Trump all the time. You didn't miss late-night talk when it wasn't there, and now you know why. When asked the question, as I have been asked before, and you may have asked it before, of how is it possible that these shows get ratings? Ratings are inconsequential. How in the world are they entertaining America when they're going after half of America? It's not the point of the show to be entertaining. The late night talk shows act is, and I haven't been able to figure out, I'm going to need somebody who has a better understanding of psychology than I. Is it the ego or the id of... The networks. Late night TV exists so the networks can say to their friends, see, we're on your side. See, we're good people. See, we're on the right side. See, please advertise with us. That's why they exist. There's no other reason. I have got clips... Uh, from Colbert, I have got clips from from Kimmel. Everything is all about Trump and these these guests, Willie Geist from MSNBC. What a low life! I have never met Willie Geist personally, man. I have no interest. I think taking uh, uh, dealing with his nonsense on social media, as I had to once, was enough. Anderson Cooper goes on the shows. It's, it is nothing more than this uh, circular kind of of uh, of motion. Everybody reinforcing everybody else. To the demonization of anyone who might go, yeah, but have you read about this case against Trump? This is just odd. Hey, here's where the problem is. No, 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 nothing like that. You know this 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 Jack Smith guy, this prosecutor regarding January sixth, do you know his story? Man, what Fannie Willis is trying to do, a Rico predicate? That's do you know how peculiar that is? Oh dear lord, this Alvin Bragg stuff. I mean that guy should just be disbarred. You will not hear that. Late night TV does not exist for a conversation, nor does it exist to entertain. It exists solely to assuage the uh higher-ups or i shouldn't say maybe the better word is to let the higher-ups be able to show everybody see we're we're doing the right thing so reason exists so uh, some network executive could tell their friends man we're 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 really doing it right so uh so mercedes will be back with another seven-figure ad buy right So uh, such and such insurance, so such and such company. Yeah, we want those Purina ads. By the way, I just mentioned some advertisers. I have no idea where their politics are. But it is true about late night. Worthless, worthless programming, which is why we need more to counter it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. How the Biden administration has turned on the border. Oh, the environmentalists are going to be angry. I will get to that story coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. But there is a... You you may have heard this already. In order to make room for... Illegal immigrants in Massachusetts, hotels that were booked for the Army Navy game, people were told, Yeah, your reservation has been canceled. Boston Herald reporting that a travel agent who managed travel bookings for families heading to the game revealed that at least 70 rooms across three hotels were canceled. Massachusetts was contracted to put illegal immigrants in hotels in the state. You're going to a game, you've spent your money, you've got your reservation, and then you were told, "Sorry, your re- reservation is canceled," so the state of Massachusetts can pay for somebody who got into the country illegally. We're we're we're, we're not okay. We're not we're not a normal society. The people who think, well, this is fine, those people are wrong. Why are we te- somehow considering them to be rational? We should work aggressively to remove their seat at the table. I mean, you could be someone ridiculous enough to think that that uh, you can have people crossing the border illegally and then our job is to put them in hotels. Someone could say that. But then our, our, our job is to go, hey, that's, that's, that's really great. I'm, I'm going to now leave your basement. People paid for a hotel room. The state came in and said, these other people are more important? Fire everybody in, in Massachusetts' government. I mean, start with the ridiculous uh, bigoted mayor of, of, uh, of Boston. So let's start with her. But fire everybody in Massachusetts' government. Our failures come from the idea that irrational people have good ideas. We're supposed to say no. Uh, this is uh, actually part of a, a conversation that took place uh, a night with WIBC, presented by Relay Indiana, uh, Premier Arms, of course, sponsoring my segment. Always appreciate PremierArms.com. Uh AAA was a sponsor. Uh Thompson Furniture uh was there. Nice chair. I, I sat in a very lovely chair for a night with WIBC. You you bet I did. You bet I did. Um and 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 I and I won't reveal everything that happened uh, that evening. Uh people went. It's it's our it's our little secret. But it's this question about uh, Hogsett or, or Shreve as, as mayor of, of Indianapolis and what's the point and what's the difference um, I'll give you the point and I'll give you the difference and it makes no difference whether I live in Marion County or not one of the I think uh, it's, it's a small argument you don't live there you don't get a say well, I have thoughts I have thoughts about what happens in other cities and other states in other countries all the time Because we're talking about how you move things ahead. What is it that we're after? I love big victories, but I will take 50 small victories. Incrementalism matters bit by bit and piece by piece. It is clear that in Massachusetts... There is just no interest in the people. There is only an interest in the politics. And it is clear that in Indianapolis, with our governor, Eric Holcomb, there's no interest in anything at all. There isn't. This is uh, He will go down as a basic governor. He will. That's how it's going to work. But if you say to me, there's no difference between Hogsett and Shreve, what's the point in voting for Jefferson Shreve? Well, we should be clear about a couple things. He has a terrible staff of um, people not connected to reality, people connected to, um, I I think, a a, uh, particularly ugly, uh, if you will, ideology um, that states that you do not... Hold your back straight. You do not hold your back straight. You bend and you move with the winds in the hopes that it gets you victory. I, if I've learned anything from uh, the Jefferson Shreve campaign, it's that Mark Lubbers can't run a campaign. That that's that's what I have learned. Uh, about this, I, he might be a nice guy outside of it. I, I don't know. I've I've never ever met the dude, but he can't run a campaign. This is what I know. But if you tell me there's no difference, and look what has said about guns, and then the abortion conversation. Uh, you, you take a guy who has no political experience and you put him in politics and he will end up in weird spots. And I often wonder if the things that he says are actually things that he means. And that's an ugly thing to have to think about somebody. But what I know is Joe Hogsett in eight years has crushed Indianapolis. He's hurt Indianapolis. So I do not get the luxury of saying, oh, well, because Indianapolis means something to all of us and we want a better city because we're the people who visit the city or we're the people who work in the city. It's kind of hard to come back to work in the city when the city is not not in a, in operating shape. So even if Shreve screws the pooch on these things, It's not that I approve of that. It's not that I wouldn't look him eye to eye and say, you are so wrong, it's ridiculous. Your position on guns is ridiculous. And that you got pushed into that, shame on you. Well, if he's in office, maybe I can push him into a couple other things that are worthwhile. Maybe with him, I'll have a shot on some other things being better in Indianapolis. And you say to me, Tony, this is the kind of choice that we despise. And I'll say to you, yeah. I get it. I do. I wanted better. I didn't get better, I have this. This is the reality. Can I make it incrementally better? This isn't me wanting this. This is me dealing with this. I take incrementalism. Can I get something better? And then something better after that. I'm gonna break this down further uh, in the eight o'clock hour. Be listening.